Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Daring greatly, daring greatly, are words from a speech Teddy Roosevelt gave at the Sorbonne in Paris on April 23, 1910. He called the speech Citizen in a Republic, and here's the passage that made it famous. I'm not going to change the language, but invite you to translate it to gender neutral. It is not the critic who counts, he writes, not the man who points out how how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly. I invite you to join me this morning in a reflection on daring greatly, the spiritual practice of confidence. After my father left her with two young daughters, my mother was understandably occasionally undone. A lot of the time she was brave and resourceful, but sometimes it would all come apart. That was unpredictable, but things going wrong that were traditionally in the male sphere of responsibility really set her off. It was my job as the oldest and the closest she had to a boy to make it better. One of those times was at the epic fail of the only toilet in the house. I think I was 11 years old, and as my mother began to escalate over this crisis, she'd have to call a plumber and wait God knows how long for him to come, and then where was the money coming from to pay him? I said, don't worry, I'll fix it. (laughs) Now, the summer before, I had watched a couple of camp counselors take apart the guts of a toilet tank. Before that, I'm not sure it had ever occurred to me that you could even take the lid off, much less that you'd want to. Um, And I don't think I learned anything much from watching, except the most important thing of all, some combination of curiosity and confidence goes a long way. And what was the alternative? It was not pretty. Better to try and fail, at least for the moment. My mother stopped crying and raging. So I locked myself in the bathroom and got to work. 
The problem was blessedly evident. If any of you has ever had the handle connect from the chain that holds the stopper, you know this was not rocket science. I sent my, my seven-year-old sister to get a paper clip without our mother seeing. I knew she'd have a cow if she thought I were repairing her toilet with a paper clip. Um, I snapped it into place, and ta-da, triumphant. I flushed the toilet and made Superman Batman arms. One crisis averted and 10,000 to go. This is my earliest memory of the power of confidence. I'm going to call it confidence anyway, even though it was all smoke and mirrors, a kind of primitive fake it till you make it. I'm going to call it confidence rather than faith because I didn't have the resources then to turn to a higher power, real or imagined, and ask for help. I'm going to call it confidence because over and over, I see the power attributed to those who speak as if they know what they're talking about, act as if they know what they're doing, and at best, leverage their expertise and wisdom into a deeply compelling way of inspiring and reassuring all of those around them that all is well. As Teddy Roosevelt said, it all begins with daring greatly. I probably first saw The Sound of Music when the movie opened in 1965, and perhaps like some of you, I've seen it countless times since then. After Kem and I took our adult daughters to the Broadway play as it swung through Boston recently, a Christmas gift we all loved, I was reflecting on what it means to have been raised singing along with Julie Andrews, I have confidence in sunshine, I have confidence in rain, I have confidence that spring will come again, Besides which you see, I have confidence in me. Strength doesn't lie in numbers. Strength doesn't lie in wealth. Strength lies in nights of peaceful slumbers. When you wake up, wake up. It tells me all I trust I lead my heart to. All I trust becomes my own. I have confidence in confidence alone. And then for the first time, mid-song, she lays eyes on the Von Trapp estate and interrupts herself to say, oh, help. <laughs> Recovers and finishes strong. I have confidence in confidence alone. Besides which you see, I have confidence in me. Confidence has everything to do with risk-taking mustering the courage and daring greatly to lean against the velvet rope of our comfort zone and take risks is critical to growth and depth and compassion towards humanity, starting with our own. Irish playwright George Bernard Shaw said, a life spent making mistakes is not only more honorable, but more useful than a life spent doing nothing. I can still hear my fearsome high school chorus director, Dorothy DiDomenico, yelling at us, if you're going to make a mistake, make it a good one. She disliked nothing more passionately than a feeble entrance. If we wobbled in, the air would turn blue as she exhorted us to sing boldly. She vastly preferred us to sing horribly off-key than to hesitate to sing at all. Off-key, she could fix, she said. Timidity 
could send her through the roof. Walter Anderson is the author of The Confidence Course. He writes, in order to live a fulfilled life, to feel exhilarated by your accomplishments, you must expect mistakes to occur. And you must practice what I call RIP, which stands for responsibility, insight, and perspective. Responsibility, insight, and perspective. As you know, it also means rest in peace, which in itself may not be a bad way to look at our mistakes. Confidence is not a natural byproduct of daring greatly and making a mistake. Confidence comes from learning from the experience. As usual, we're back to the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. We can't change the past. Agonizing over it is a terrible waste of time. Digging in and understanding what happened and then what happened and why, concluding with, let's not do that again, or let's try this and hope for a better outcome this time. These are the only good use of reflection on the past. We are not a mistake. And we are not a failure because we've made a mistake. A mistake is a mistake. To err is human. Nobel Prize winning physicist Niels Bohr says, an expert is a person who has made all the mistakes that can be made in a very narrow field. I love that Thomas Edison story about his experiments with electricity on the way to the invention of the light bulb. Edison had been working for more than five months on the development of a nickel iron battery when his longtime associate, Walter Mallory, came into the lab. And he wrote, I found him seated at a bench about three feet wide and 12 to 15 feet long on which there were hundreds of little test cells that had been made up by his core of chemists and researchers testing, figuring, and planning. He had made over 9,000 experiments in trying to devise this new type of storage battery, but he had not produced a single thing that promised to solve this question. In view of this immense amount of thought and labor, Walter Mallory continues, my sympathy got the better of my judgment, and I said, isn't it a shame that with the tremendous amount of work you've done, you haven't been able to get any results. And Edison turned on me like a flash and with a smile replied, results, why man, I've gotten a lot of results. I know several thousand things that won't work. <laughs> At best, says motivational speaker Lisa Nichols, mistakes are not failures, they're feedback. Daring greatly, making a mistake, finding out what doesn't work, is all a remedy to what if. The confidence that comes from being able to say, we dared greatly, we tried and gave it our all, that confidence is priceless, immeasurably preferable to the dead end of regret. One of the greatest enemies of spiritual awakening is giving up. Life coach Mike Kemsky says, the people that quit when they get knocked down from life's blows call it failure. 
the people that get up and keep on moving toward their goals and desires call it experience. The only way that we can succeed is always to try, try again. Daring greatly, failing and falling, and at best getting back up again is the very best of the human spirit. Beloved spiritual companions, let us engage ourselves in the spiritual practice of confidence. Lock yourself in the bathroom and make superhero arms. Invoke confidence in confidence alone. And if you need a reminder, sing along with Fraulein Maria. Even at worst, a life spent making mistakes is better than a life spent doing nothing. Make a good mistake and remember RIP, responsibility, insight, perspective. Rest in peace. May we dare greatly. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear from you via email at office at ASCBoston.org or through our Facebook page. If you would like to support the good work of Arlington Street Church, please consider a contribution by checking the mail or through our website, ASCBoston.org.